You are listening to an Awkward Human podcast. For more information on this podcast or all of our shows, visit awkwardhuman.com slash shows. Hey, everyone. It's a brand new week. Well, actually, it's not brand new because it's Wednesday. It's a week. So how's everyone doing? It's me, Richard Carnas. I'm your host of Interview with a Comic Book Nerd. This is the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you? How are you all doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, let's see. Did anything exciting happen to me this past weekend? Not really. I had my first ever uh, low country boil or something like that. I forget what it's called. But basically, I went to this party. It was my friend's birthday and he made a bunch of like seafood in a in a in a pot and then he dumped it on the table like not on a plate but on on the on the table and then everyone just kind of went in there and started picking at the food um never heard of that kind of thing before but apparently that is a thing and so that's what i had and he called it i believe he called it a low country boil i could be wrong about that i don't remember things so so good um, but yeah, that, that's what I did this past weekend. And I had a little bit of a game night with some friends, you know, needed to relax or whatever. Uh, okay. Let's get into the, let's get into the episode. Uh, this week I have decided that I'm going to recap a comic book issue of a comic book that I have done in the past. Um, this week I'm going to do detective comics. This is number 955. Um, and I'm going to have to do a little bit of a, of a recap of the series so far, I guess, um, of what we know to this point that has to do with this story anyway. Um, the last time I did a recap of this comic book was back in, I believe this was episode number four. No, number two. Okay. So this was episode number two. Uh, that was Wolf's Bane with Catherine Elise. And that was when I recapped the annual uh, and there was a section of it that was dedicated to Cassandra, and we learned all about Cassandra, a.k.a. Orphan. So let me just do you a little bit of catch-up. This is um, the League of Shadows. They've come to Gotham. They want to take down Gotham. The leader is Shiva, who's Cassandra's mother. In previous issues, she and Cassandra fight, and Cassandra basically gets her ass kicked. Her mother has, like, no affection for her whatsoever, uh, she calls her weak and pathetic and all that. The Bat family has pretty much been captured by the League. Uh, Batman was, or sorry, Batwoman was stabbed in the gut. Batwing and Azrael have been beat up and captured. Uh, Clayface was captured and put into like 20 different containers. Batman is the only one that is uncaptured, or he was the only one that was uncaptured until like Rachel Ghoul shows up. He's the leader of the League of Assassins. And basically, the League of Shadows is comprised of people who are like, they're kind of like the League of Assassins, but deadlier. Shiva used to train with Raish, but I think he she felt um, like restrained under him. And so she branched out and created a deadlier league. Uh, Raish basically tricks Batman and turns him over to Shiva. Batwoman's dad, General Kane, was creating this group of fake Batman to take out the League of Shadows. And like nobody believed that they existed and and General Kane and his group were the only ones that knew that this was going to happen. Basically, they had these like extremist views of how they were going to deal with it because they believed that there were a ton of people in Gotham who were basically sleeper agents and that they had a list of people to target and that they were going to kill right away, whether they were innocent or not. Um, so that's why he was taken down. Um 
he he becomes a prisoner under Batman's watchtower thing that I think they call the Belfry. Uh, and so his his team, General Kane's team, eventually break him out. And I think that catches us up. Um, so, yeah, here we go. This is Detective Comics number 955. This is part of the Rebirth uh, series that's happening right now. Um, this is written by James Tinian IV, art by Marcio Takara, colors by Marcello Maiolo, I believe, uh, letters by Sal Cipriano. Okay, so here we go. Um, we open up with a girl saying, once upon a time, and then we have this like then and now type of situation uh, throughout kind of like the first half of the comic book. Uh, so we see Cassandra in the center of all the League of Shadow members. She's got like a bloody fist and she looks angry and we end the page with the girl narrating saying, you know, once upon a time there was a girl who thought she was a shadow. Uh, then we cut to Batwoman, Batwing and Azrael. They're chained up and naked and there is a huge bomb above them. They know that they are underground and that the bomb is meant to take to like take out Gotham and basically make Gotham cave in on itself. Batwing tells Batwoman to like look into the darkness and let her eyes adjust. And when she does, she's able to see that they are surrounded by hundreds of league members just sitting there staring at them. Then Shiva comes in and she tosses Batman in and he's on the ground. She tells him that she wanted to have a fair fight with him, but basically there's no time because she's got to destroy Gotham. Um, A league member interrupts and he's like, yo, there is a disturbance outside. The next page, we see a bunch of panels of Cassandra Kane, Orphan, and she's just pulverizing League members. All the while, there's a story being narrated about the girl and the shadows. Uh, and we get this cool two-page spread of Cassandra facing like a horde of League members just all kind of like angling toward her at this like point or whatever uh, toward her. And it's pretty cool. We go back to a then moment and Cassandra is waking up. And the girl is reading a story. Uh, We learn that this girl is the ballerina from issue 950. Uh, Her name is Christine, and she followed Cassandra after she had her fight with Shiva and basically patched her up a bit. They have this nice moment when Christine figures out that Shiva is Cassandra's mom. Cassandra says that she's broken, and Christine reassures her that she's not. She explains that um, she explains what the story was that she was reading to her. And it's a children's book that her mother used to read to her. Uh, this is Christine explaining the children's book. And it's it's kind of an amazing story, the way she tells it anyway, or the way she explains it. And I'm going to go ahead and read, like, what Christine says. And it's narrated over a two-page splash of Cassandra just kicking some more league ass. Um, so uh, this might be long, but bear with me, because I think it's really amazing. All right, so uh, she narrates. Look. The book is pretty cheesy. It's a kid's story, you know? But kid's stories, they have a way of getting under your skin. They tell you the truth in the simplest way. And this book has the great idea at the heart of it. It's that when the world tells you that you are something and you're just a kid, you believe it. It frames the whole way you live in the world. But because it's not true, it eats away at you. It makes you feel less than human because your feelings contradict everything you know is true. And when you accept that what you were taught isn't right, you feel more alone than you did before you knew the truth. Because 
then you can't even be the normal person you were meant to be from the start. You don't have the tools for that. You have these other tools for another life. But if you have that knowledge of what you were meant to be and you hold true to that, you become something more because you have tools that no other normal girl would ever have. You have the tools to finally, truly know yourself. So I think a lot of people, a lot of people can relate to that, especially when they don't grow up, you know, in, in, in the norms, you know, quote unquote, being normal. Um, you know, when there's something just a little bit different about them, they're not quite like everybody else, or at least they feel like that, not quite like everybody else. And I think a lot of people who grew up reading comic books and maybe weren't the cool kid, you know, not saying that if you read comic books when you were little, you weren't the cool kid, because eh, that's possible. Uh, I'm sure it happened a lot. But a lot of people, when they grew up in that nerd culture, you know, they were maybe a little less than cool. And maybe they did feel alone, and they felt a little different. So I feel like you know, it doesn't just apply to extreme versions of who people are, but, you know, even even in, in smaller ways, it can apply to who or how people are. And I think that story was just pretty, pretty great. Um, I've read it a couple times and therefore have sort of accidentally ripped the page out <laughs> from the comic book. So, oops. <laughs> but uh, she tells Cassandra how the story ends. And uh, basically she says, and I'll I'll read this part, too. Um, she says, these other kids get captured by this witch, but that doesn't really matter. What matters is that the girl saves every last one of them. She chooses to be the shadow, to use everything in her that was put there by hate and fear and bad intent. And it doesn't hurt anymore because she knows that's not what she is deep down. Those skills are just tools she can pick up and use when she needs to. They don't define who she is or what she can be because she's the only one who gets to decide what she is. Nobody else. That's how she wins. And so, like, again, it's like, it's just a really, really great story, and it's a great moment, especially for Cassandra, but, you know, for anyone reading. Uh, it, it's really great to kind of, like, be able to become that person, you know, that that if you were ever marginalized or if you were ever told you can't be something that you knew deep down inside you were or that you wanted to be or whatever, like, you grow up, and if you can use the tools that you grew up with and become the person that you want to become, blah, 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 all that stuff, like you can eventually make yourself into, into your own hero, basically. Um, you, can, you can win. <laughs> so I, I just really, really, really love that. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Cassandra decides that she has to go back and fight her mother and that she's going to be this shadow. Uh, then we cut to General Kane. He's talking to one of his employees who's basically like the smart tech guy who's like half naked because he wanted to try on Red Robin's suit, which is like, no, bitch, don't try on Red Robin's suit. That belongs to Tim Drake, not you. <laughs> but uh, he learns that this guy has a chemical weapon that is like a self-replicating weapon that basically it sets people ablaze from like the inside out. And he wants to use it to target all the people underground, which is mainly the League, um, unfortunately also the bat family um but we cut back to cassandra and she has caught up to shiva they have a bit of a scuffle and shiva's like girl this does not impress me and cassandra just keeps repeating like it does every time uh shiva says like oh you're like a knife that doesn't stab that doesn't impress me uh cassandra's like uh yes it does <laughs> and so uh basically she she tells shiva like i'm gonna beat you because i'm not alone and shiva's like no, girl, you will always be alone. 
Then someone swoops down and kicks Shiva in the face and says, no, she won't. And the final page is a picture of the entire Bat family and they are ready to fight. How they got out of their chains and how they got back into their suits, I have no idea. But they're there and they're ready to fight along with Clayface and he is huge and monstrous and hovering over all of them and it is great. Um, so yeah, that's the way the, the issue ends. And I, if you didn't realize yet, <laughs> as I've said a bunch of times, I really enjoyed this issue, um, mainly because it's, it's, I, I'm just fascinated with Cassandra and I really want to learn more about her. So if any of you know everything about her, please let me know. And I will have you on the show to explain. Um, and I just think she's fascinating. And every time the story focuses around her, I, I just really love it. Um, yeah. So let's move on a little bit. Um, I was going to talk about Ready Player One uh, because I have feelings about it. Not not the best feelings, but, you know, I I, I won't get into it because something more interesting came out <laughs> or at least more interesting to me happened. Uh, basically, I was on Facebook, you know, as I do. And Will Sterling, and if you guys remember him, he was on episode three. If you don't remember him, that is. He was on episode three. He talked all about Wally West, a.k.a. The Flash. Uh, but anyway, Will Sterling, he posted this thing about the value of reading comic books. And this was like his own thing that he posted. And he basically put up this quote from Superman number uh, 27. And it's a quote that Lois Lane says. So I'm going to read that quote to you guys. It's a lot of reading quotes today. Uh, so basically, she says... Here she is, Deborah Sampson. She disguised herself as a man and fought for a year and a half with the Continental Army against the British. Deborah was five foot nine and signed up with the Light Infantry Company of the 4th Massachusetts Regiment. She helped provide flank coverage along the reconnaissance duties. In one battle, she was wounded in both legs. And before a doctor could see her, she took off rather than someone discover she wasn't a man. She pulled out one of the musket balls with a penknife and sewing needles. The other was too deep, so she left it there and went on to fight another day. Deborah was wounded again a year later, but this time a doctor found out her identity. Instead of being reprimanded, she was given an honorable discharge in 1783, but she kept on fighting, this time for her pay and pension, which the army held back because she was a woman. She petitioned Congress twice and finally won the $1,536 that the country owed her. So that was in Superman number 27. I don't really know the context, the context in which Lois Lane was telling this um, because I'm not reading Superman. <laughs> but uh, he posted this thing. And that is a true story about our history, about this woman named Deborah Sampson. I had no idea that this was a thing and that this woman existed and that this story happened. But it did. Uh, and for a comic book to talk about that is, you know, Pretty amazing. I don't know that it doesn't happen. I'm sure it does very often, but like, it's amazing that that if if we think about who's reading these books, we typically will think about kids. You know, like kids read comic books. I mean, obviously, adults read them. I'm an adult. I think maybe all of you guys are adults. If not, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, but you know, we think about who's reading these comic books, and for them to tell these stories that are kind of very important for us to know. Not because we need to know who she was and like every detail about this story, but like knowing that this story existed, that this woman was that badass of a person that she was like, I want to fight for this country. And she did in, you know, in her way and everything. It's like, 
we talk about diversity and everything and and a lot of people I I hear on one side of the argument saying that we have diversity and you know that this diversity isn't an issue blah blah but then we have the people who are actually the diverse people that that want more representation who are happy about stories like this which I think is great um I I I do think we we need to see more of these stories only because we're so so filled with stories about and I really don't like saying this because it, it should be there should be a better way to say it without sounding, you know, without sounding uh, belittling or anything. But like we need more stories that aren't the straight white male perspective, you know, um, and and we are getting that, which is great. I'm so happy for that. So like I don't want to <laughs> deter you from listening to the show because that's not what I'm preaching right now. With, uh, you know what? I am. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I am preaching it a little bit. But I really enjoyed that because it was something that I did not know um, that happened. I think if if you would have asked me if it was possible that it happened, I, I think deep down I would have known that, yes, it could have happened. But now I know for sure that it did because I ended up Googling her and I was like, wow, that's amazing. So Go Deborah Sampson, because that is amazing. Um, and I just wanted to point that out. Uh, yeah, but without any further ado, we have the interview. Um, this week, we are talking, or at least uh, my friend who came in, Stephen Garcia. He is an artist. Uh, he does some crazy art. Uh, and he's also the co-host of the Game On podcast. I've had two of their other hosts on before in past episodes the first one um mark he was on episode number one that was our very first episode talking about black canary uh and then i don't know which number it was probably number eight i think was adam knoll who was talking to me all about why the last man um but now he's here and he is talking about both hulkling and wiccan they are a couple in the marvel universe and they were part of mostly part of the Young Avengers. Um, so we we get into that a bit, and it's really fun. Um, there was a lot of sidetrack. <laughs> there was a lot about talking about other things other than these two characters. But we do get to learn uh, quite a bit about them, which uh, is always the goal. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. So we are now recording. We're here. I'm with Steven Garcia. Hello, Steven. Hi, how's it going? Get closer to the mic, Steven. We're going to need like your make big, out the mic. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need your big, beautiful voice on that mic. Aww. OK. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're here to talk about uh, Wiccan and Hulkling, and they are part of or were part of the new Avengers. Uh, basically, my knowledge of Hulkling is kind of very limited. Um, all I know is that he's an alien and he loves the Hulk. <laughs> and, right. then, and then Wiccan has a very complicated uh, uh, origin, I guess. Yeah, um, it's bananas. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we'll just leave it there and we'll go into it. So they start off in the Young Avengers, right? Yes. Okay. It's basically the Marvel's Teen Titans. Okay. So um, how, did, how did they get here? Like, what is their starting point? Um, well, hmm, should we start with, like... Because it kind of like it's after the whole House of M business. Okay, yeah, let's let's go there. <laughs> Basically, we'll just go right into Wiccan's thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So during like House of M, uh, Scarlet Witch made babies. Mm-hmm. Made like <laughs> or, literally, she just, made just with her powers. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess the souls of the babies came from like these soul fragments from Mephisto. Oh. Um, and something with Doctor Doom. I forget. Like I think Doctor Doom was involved with this. Okay. To get her like more chaos power. Mm. Um, and I think he, he manipulated her. 
to the point where she didn't even realize she was being manipulated. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all this crazy stuff happened in House of M. Mm, so okay. she, like, changed reality to her own, like, Magneto's, like, the leader of the world type of business. Right. But during that, she made babies. Um, and then House of M went to shit. And then, like, the babies were kind of destroyed. Or they were taken back by Mephisto. Uh-huh. Like, the souls were taken back. Okay. Uh, they were reincarnated back on regular Earth. Reincarnate? How did? How were they brought back? Um, they were just born into different families. Oh, but they—they're still twins. So they were each born into a separate family. Yeah, but they're twins. Yeah. Okay. So like when they first meet, they're like the fuck. <laughs> okay, and so one of them is Wiccan, and the other one's Speed. Speed. So one of them is basically a boy, Scarlet Witch, and then then the other one's a boy, or a little teen uh, Quicksilver. Okay. So he's a speedster, the other one. Okay, and so at this point, does Scarlet Witch know about this? No. Oh. Like, like, I don't think Scarlet, uh, House of M is like in her memory, like she kind of lost her memories for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But at some point, like, uh, Billy is uh, Wiccan. He was in high school. He was being bullied and stuff because he was a little gay boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he got beat up and he went outside and like he ran into Scarlet Witch on the bench. Mm-hmm. And she healed him and gave him some advice. And that kind of like triggered his powers. Oh. So then he was, he was going to get attacked again by the bully. He like shot him with lightning and almost oh, killed wow. the bully. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Does he basically, he basically has her powers? Basically. Um, at first, he could only really like fly and do lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts doing magic. Like the way his magic works is like he'll just say what he wants like over and over and over again. Oh, okay. Um, like that- you're a bunny, you're a bunny, you're a bunny. And you, <laughs> and you become a bunny. <laughs> and then you turn into a bunny. Yeah. Nice. But like in the text bubbles, it's all like one long string of words. Oh. <laughs> so he's just saying it really, really fast. Interesting. And that's not how Scarlet Witch's power works at all. Yeah. Um. Okay. So does he or do the twins know that Scarlet Witch is their mom or was originally their uh, mom? They find out like later on. Okay. <laughs> um, when they were first on Young Avengers, they kind of just became a team like out of nowhere. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, Wiccan didn't realize his powers came from the Scarlet Witch. Like he thought they were like Asgardian powers. Oh. So he started calling himself Asgardian. Oh. <laughs> and then like they would make fun of him, like Haha, Asgardian. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah. The other Avengers would make fun of him. Like the other teen ones. Um, oh. <laughs> and the the teens were doing their own thing, and like the Avengers were like not having it, so mm. they were trying to shut them down. Okay. But it it's funny like. Wiccan and Hulkling have the cutest little relationship throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, they're coming out to their parents as superheroes. As superheroes, yeah. Like mom and dad were superheroes, but but like before they finished, like the mom grabbed both of them. She's like, "I'm so glad you guys found each other." And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gay too." <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, where does Hulkling come from? Um, so his story was they went to the same high school, basically. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in New York, and uh, his family like he had a adopted mom that he didn't know was not his real mom mm-hmm. <laughs> and then later on you find out that um his mom was like a more like a character uh like an adopted mom uh-huh and she was like a scroll a this, scroll yeah like like a, the aliens oh, the oh okay okay uh because they were they randomly got attacked at their house by super scroll mm-hmm. and like it changed the mom's form and then he's just like what the fuck Oh, wow. Um, okay. And then you find out that, like, he's half scroll and half Cree. Oh. But he's, like, a prince from both. So he's, like, oh. ro- he's like royalty of both species. Wow. But so he's, like, a, a royal hybrid. And, like, one group just wants, like, him dead. The other one wants him, like, to rule everything. 
uh, like the Kree, pretty much like at the age of nine, you are put into the Kree military. So you have to be military right away. Mm. Um, so since he wasn't there, it's like he's like betraying them. Mm-hmm. Even though he's half Kree, they, they consider him full Kree. Oh, okay. Um, but like the Skrulls were like, oh my God, it's our God or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. and his adoptive mother ran away to Earth. Uh, well, he didn't know about like the whole alien business. Uh-huh. Like, his mom was hiding it. Okay, him. so and then it just happened like out of nowhere. Oh, okay. So he was of like a baby basically yeah. when he got to Earth. And in high school, he was trying to like uh, fit in with the cool kids, mm. and he realized he could shape shift, so he made himself like a little bit more buff. Oh, nice. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, okay, I'm a bigger jock now. And nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so basically, he's a fan of the Hulk, and yeah. so that's where he gets his yeah, name. He from. has a uh, super strength. And like he'll turn green, so he's like, "Oh, I guess must be like a Hulk type person." Mm. And then later on, he finds out about his like Kree scroll. Okay, so prior to learning all that, he thinks he's like yeah. gamma powered. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like how Wiccan thought he was like Asgard. Asgardian. Oh, so and it, yeah, and he was like obsessed with Asgard, so like he like geeks out for it. Oh, nice! <laughs> like, at, like at one point, they go to Asgard, and he's just like loving it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, does he ever get to meet Hulk? Uh, Hulk thing? I think so. I don't think I've ever seen them on the same page. I, you know, I think they fought together, but they never, like, talked. They've never, like, had Hulk any kind of... really talk. <laughs> right. He's just kind of there and rah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, when they get on this team, who who else is on this team? Who do we know? Uh, so there's, like, a, a teen version of Captain America called the Patriot. Mm. Um, he, he had an interesting story. Like, he... He was believed to have like a grandfather that was the original Captain America. When they did the super soldier experiments, they experimented on black people. Oh. So like the original Captain America was a black guy. Oh, wow. And so that was his grandfather. And so like it kind of just passed down to him, Mm -hmm. the super soldier genes. But later on, you figure out that it was a lie and he was just taking drugs. Oh. (laughs) But then he had a transfusion and actually got the powers. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So it's just like, wait, what? (laughs) And so then we've got Squirrel Girl on the team. That's the other team. That's another team. Yeah. Okay. So who else is so, on this team? Uh, this other one has uh, Kate Bishop, the uh, oh the female Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. She's she's rad. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's a uh, Iron Lad. Iron Lad, yeah. which is like a. It's like the the his whole backstory is kind of a big spoiler for the first series, so. Oh, we go into spoilers. Okay, Don't even. So so uh. It finds out that like Iron Lad is a like a younger future version of Kang the Conqueror. Oh, um, so he's just on Earth trying to like change his future, but it kind of just, he leads into becoming like Kang. Mm-hmm. But like, he's like, I'll be better than Kang. <laughs> yeah, and for people who don't know, Kang the Conqueror is like this futuristic, like world conqueror. Person. Yeah, he he basically goes from world to world trying to like conquer, and he has all this like tech and stuff that is makes him able to do that yeah he's crazy (laughs) so he is so uh i'm sorry what was his name iron lad iron lad okay so iron lad is a is an ancestor of it's like king the conqueror teenage young version king the conqueror like actual king the conqueror but he came back it's 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 nuts i'm like wait what (laughs) um no it was pretty cool um and then later on, like, he leaves his Iron Man suit behind, and it becomes a new version of Vision. Oh, So there's, like, a young God. Vision on the team. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, let's get back to, uh, to Wicked and Hulkling. So 
when they first met, like, how, how did that interaction go? Did they, like, have sparks immediately or was it so. all confusing? They, they actually showed, like, when they met. Oh, just kind of they like, just knew each other already. They were just already. on the team already and then you, they're like, oh, they're dating. <laughs> oh, so it just all happened yeah. automatically. But I, I've seen some flashbacks where, like, uh, Wicked was getting picked on and Hulkling, like, defended him. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, the instant, like, hi, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> nice. Um, what, what about the other team members? Uh, are they basically cool? Yeah, I, I don't think I've read anything about them being uncomfortable with the gay. They're just all like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I know of many, um, I guess, gay relationships that are in the Marvel Universe. I know that currently America Chavez has her own line where she had slash has a girlfriend. I don't really know. She's amazing. <laughs> Is she? I've read the first two issues of her series, and I'm not really into it. Um, I in the I want to say the third or fourth Young Avengers volume, mm-hmm. like you, you're introduced to her. Okay, and she's like a reality jumping Captain America type person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But that that new uh, America series is written by a Latina lesbian. Yes, and I found that to be amazing. Yeah, no, that's absolutely wonderful. And it's the same thing with um the new Iceman that's coming out. Yeah, Santa Grace is writing it and he's a gay man and I keep going to the comic shop. It's like, is Iceman out yet? They're like, no, <laughs> no June. Leave us alone. <laughs> Stop asking. God damn. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really excited for that one to come out. Uh yeah, so let's go back to at Oakley. It's so easy to like go everywhere else other than what we're actually right. talking about. Damn Marvel. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Marvel. Um, um so when I read Young Avengers, like I didn't know that they were a gay couple. And then I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh-huh. Like I've never read like comics with gay couples, like happy gay couples. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. neither of them die or anything. Yeah, no, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, like they totally have like tragic stories, like that ha- things happen. Like when uh Hulkling's mom was shown to be scroll, mm-hmm. she was pretty much like like lit on fire and murdered like right after that wow who <laughs> so murdered she, her the super scroll the super scroll okay yeah like right before she was like about to say hey i got something to tell you and then bah, fire oh, <laughs> it was really fucked up <laughs> okay does hopefully never go back to any of his planets to become this um, royalty so what happened was that uh the super scroll wasn't actually there to like um to kill him or anything he was there to like rescue him Oh, from Earth. <laughs> from, because uh, at, this, at this moment, like, the Skrull Kingdom and the Kree Kingdom were coming to get him. And they each wanted him, like, as a, like a ruler. Okay. So they made this whole, like, okay, I'm going to spend a half a year on the Kree planet and then a half a year on Skrull planets, but I have to keep coming to Earth for regular visits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he left, and then it turned out that it was Super Skrull that took his place as, like, him. <laughs> wow, so someone... Was- a super scroll person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just shape shape yeah, shifted into him and was pretending to be him. Yeah, and they they left so he could live on Earth with his boyfriend. Wait, who <laughs> left? So they... uh, the super scroll. Okay, right? and then the real Hulkling like, stayed on Earth. Yeah, he stayed on Earth during this whole time. Is it like a a mis- not a mystery, but is it like a hidden secret that that it's a super scroll that's taking his place, or do we already know that? Uh, we didn't know that. Well, they knew that. Like the kids knew it because like the scroll did it for the kids. Uh-huh. Um, but the rest of like scroll and the creator have no clue. Oh, okay. So and how does <laughs> d- does that affect the relationship with Wiccan at all? Not really. Well, Wiccan was just kind of like, 
oh, that explains it. <laughs> oh, so he was just cool with it. He yeah. was like, go with the flow. Like they, they go through so much crazy shit that Drew's just like, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Wiccan a little bit. Uh, what's his relationship like with his brother? Uh, they're, they're brothers and they're very like snippy with each other. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty fun. Is, um, is his brother also on the Young Avengers? Yeah. So okay. he comes in later on and he's like very impulsive, like just like Quicksilver. Um, there's a fun issue where Quicksilver and him meet, and the young one's like, I'm hotter and cuter and faster. <laughs> well, I'm sure that really bugged the older yeah, one. He's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> um, so that actually, that, let's go back to that story because that was like one of my favorite ones. It's called um, Avengers the Children's Crusade. Uh-huh. And it's basically when uh, they realize that Wiccan and Scarlet Witch are connected. Okay. Uh, there was like a battle in New York. Um, by these like serpent people or the sons of serpents or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were getting their asses kicked. Wiccan flew up into the sky and just knocked out everyone with a spell. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then the Avengers were like, oh, shit. He's really powerful. <laughs> and they were like, Scarlet, which powerful? And they're they're like, oh, shit. Like, they're connected. Okay. <laughs> so at, at this point, like, the Avengers are like, we need to take him out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But is he doing anything to like, non-evil threatening people well, or is he like it... knocked out everyone like it was like, oh whole like radius. so everyone everyone yeah okay um and i think everyone just went into a coma <laughs> wow uh so they're the avengers are freaking out because this is like after house of them mm-hmm. and they and, don't want to repeat and then before house of them there's like avengers disassembled or like scarlet witch killed a bunch of people right so uh, scarlet witch has always not always i don't know if it's always just me throwing words out um so scarlet witch kind of has a situation where she just doesn't really know what reality is a lot of the time or like she just she because she can warp it yeah basically to anything she wants and so she just has like these mental things where people can manipulate her and everything and to like do what they want to do does Wiccan suffer from that? No, not really. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and I think at some point, like he gets like training from Doctor Strange because he, Doctor Strange tells him that he is one of the people that are next in line to be Sorcerer Supreme. Wiccan is. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's like either Wiccan, Magic, or Pixie or something. Like there's like a bunch of people. I think they all became like a team for like a comic called the Sorcerer Supremes. Oh. Which I haven't read yet, but I really want to. Yeah, that sounds cool. yeah, that sounds really fascinating. I love magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's so awesome. What it, yeah, she is. Uh, she's an X-Men for all of you mm-hmm. who are wondering. Um, what what happens to Wiccan when the Avengers are like, we need to take him out? Does yeah, he so get they, out? they take the Avengers um and uh, they take the young Avengers to like the Avengers jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're their like mansion, and then like at this point, like Wiccan and Hulkling are like, should we stay? This is fucked up. And then they make out in the Avengers mansion. <laughs> and then they like, like, well, fuck this, let's go, let's go find our mom. Oh. Um, so they leave to go on a mission to find Wanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they're escaping, Magneto shows up, mm. and he's all like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you because I'm your grandfather." Mm-hmm. And Wiccan's just like, "The fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like in this comic, like every issue ended with this like ridiculous cliffhanger. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does okay, so I know that they've kind of retconned and re-retconned and retconned and re-retconned uh Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver to like either be mutants or not be mutants. And at the moment they're not mutants, I think. I, I'm so confused by them. I'm like, I like are they inhumans or are they <laughs> I don't think they're inhumans. I think that they I oh god. They're I think that enhanced. they go a little bit closer to what the movies represent, which is that yeah, they were like experimented on and and they 
got these powers or something. I could be wrong. Please correct me, people. Uh, but so does Wiccan go around thinking he's a mutant or is it just not a thing? Uh, well, for a while, I thought he was Asgardian. Right. <laughs> and then like, I think after that, they're just like, there's like, he just has magic. He just has magic and yeah. that's it. We're just going to leave it there. Basically. <laughs> um, I think it's one of those things where just they don't want to go into the whole like, Mutants or humans mm-hmm. or blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, that is already its own it's thing. Really annoying now. <laughs> I I uh okay. I don't okay. I'll just go quickly into my little history. Um, so I started reading the Inhumans Origins, which is basically early uh Fantastic Four stuff. That's where they came out of. Oh, back when they were cool. Is that when they were cool? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the nineties or eighties, right? No, this was like the the sixties. Oh, okay. yeah, like when they first met. Uh, Medusa and she was just like this cave woman and like I guess she was on the run from the Inhumans royal family because she didn't want to be part of the royals or something but um, (laughs) I've been reading them more and more because I was like I really I want to like the Inhumans like I really want to like them but I feel like I'm leaning more towards I don't care which is how most of the world feels I think and I feel really bad for them because they've been around for so long (laughs) they've been around for a while but it's just like kind of like yeah <laughs> and they they're trying really hard to like make them cool right now uh-huh. and it's still like oh what's x-men doing <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean they had their whole ivx uh in humans versus x-men series which it started off good and then it started it, off so good and they got stupid at the end it, oh my god the ending was just like hey guys let's just have a little conversation real quick yeah. let's work together guess what we're dying and they're yeah. like the humans are like oh oops Let's just get rid of the Terrigen Mist. It's cool, right? Cool? Yeah, okay, let's cool. have a drink. <laughs> let's have resurrection. Uh, Emma Frost, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, Emma Frost orchestrated that whole thing, which was, you know, fuck you, Emma Frost. <laughs> right. She's so dramatic. She is really dramatic. I mean, she lost Scott, but at the same time, it's like, it's like damn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, going back to, <laughs> to Wigan and Oakley. Uh, okay, so... Back to the Children's Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, so Magneto and the kids go to Wendigora Mountain, where that's like the last place uh, Scarlet Witch has been uh, sighted. Mm-hmm. But when they meet her, she doesn't know who anyone is. She just she's like, "Hi, I'm Wanda. Uh-huh. Just some girl. <laughs> just some." So girl. she has like no memory and stuff. Um, and then like they're like, "Oh, here's my um, soon-to-be husband, Doctor Doom," and oh. they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Wow. So, like, they're, like, in, like, love and stuff. Fake love? Probably. (laughs) Um, And, like, they're going to get married, like, in the next couple days or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then Quicksilver shows up, and there's all this drama between, like, Quicksilver and Magneto. Oh, God. Of course there is. (laughs) And the kids are just like, okay, whatever. And then uh, there's, like, all this crazy stuff happening where, at one point, Wiccan was like, you know, I'm just going to sneak off on my own and, like, forgot this mom business. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like uh, meet up, and Doctor Doom's like, "No, we can't do anything." And he does this like spell to take away his powers, to take away Wiccan's powers. Yeah. Okay. So like he's powerless, but then like Wanda kind of like realizes, "Hey, this could not be telling the truth about like him being my son and stuff." Mm-hmm. And then all this stuff happens, and then he gets his powers back. <laughs> okay. Well, he he finds out that like the spell was just to trick him that he didn't have powers. Mm-hmm. He's like, the power was with me all along. That's so <laughs> lame. <laughs> um, but like they did this thing to see like let's see if we're like we're really related, and they did this spell and it showed that they are connected. Okay. And they're connected like from a distance too. Like they could feel each other. 
flowers and stuff. Do they ever, do you know if they ever kind of like call on each other when they need each other or is it I just I think they like, can now. Okay. Um, they're like more connected now. Um, does, so when Wanda manifested her pregnancy <laughs> originally, <laughs> um, she was with Vision at the time. I think right? so. Yeah, the Vision babies. Does he have any connection to Wiccan or is that just not a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Um, the soul fragments that she had to have the babies, mm-hmm. she got them from hell or something. Oh, <laughs> um, fun! So when she made the babies, like it got connected to these, like the the soul fragments, uh-huh. and that's when Mephisto came back to get the babies back, and that's how the babies died originally. Okay, but then they were reborn. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's let's skip ahead a little bit. Um, I know that New Avengers is no longer a thing. Yeah, which sucks because I was like, I just got into it. And oh. Like, oh, it's over? Damn. Um, what 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 is happening at the end of that? Um, I don't know what happened at the end of it, but... Oh, are you where, still reading where, it? I, where I'm at now, um, Wicked and Hoping are on this team now with Squirrel Girl and uh, a newer Power Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he does yet. And uh, White Tiger. Okay. Um, And they are... What are they doing? They're with AIM now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sunspot uh, bought AIM. <laughs> right. Right. But he like renamed the, the the initial stance for something else. Now it's like Avengers something something. <laughs> I forget. Um, and is that part of the new Avengers? Yeah, this is okay. part of the new Avengers. So, and I think he bought like an island. So it's like Avengers Island. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so there's like research labs. and I didn't realize he had stuff. all that money. <laughs> I know. Like They keep showing the captions of like people who they are and what they do. And mm-hmm. it's like. We're both with Costa, a bajillionaire. A bajillionaire, <laughs> nice. And mutants. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a mutant. He originally he originally came out in the New Mutants, which was like I don't know what the seventies, eighties, something like that. Something like that. Um, we'll see him in the new movie that's coming out in like. Yeah, that's super exciting. They've got uh, Maisie Williams cast as uh, Wolf's Bane, mm-hmm. which go back to episode two. We talk all about her. And then we have, uh, I don't know her name, but I know she was in um, The Witch. And she was in that um, Shyamalan movie. Was it uh, Switched or Snatched? Split. Or split. Split. <laughs> she, and she's in the Split movie. She's really good. I really enjoy her. But she's going to play Magic, which That's I think exciting. is great casting. Yeah. Yes, I'm excited for it. I don't know who else is going to be in it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yes. <laughs> New Mutants, yay. Yeah. Um, okay, do you know where they're at now? Because I don't. I know that the new Avengers run is over mm-hmm. and they kind of have like the US Avengers, which I think is a is Bobby DaCosta on that movie. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Marvel's getting really ridiculous right now with like splitting up everyone and rearranging the teams and stuff. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, who goes on what now? <laughs> well, because they had the secret wars mm-hmm. and they had like all these Avengers teams, which they got rid of my favorite team, which was A Force. And we were talking a little bit about this earlier. They only had like a maybe eight issue run or something. Yeah. That that there's like two graphic novels, like their main story yeah. and the secret store secret wars story. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so sad because it was the all female Avengers team they called themselves a force and should have uh, been v force v- <laughs> <laughs> well uh let's Just see kidding. what what uh <laughs> what could we do for a force i don't know i'm not good at words uh but they had a, such a good team i i they had dazzler on there who's a mutant they had mm-hmm. medusa on there the inhumans queen um captain marvel she hulk phoenix uh uh no, no not phoenix um 
what is her name? She's uh, uh like the galaxy. I forgot what they called her, uh, but this little girl who was basically oh, the galaxy. Singularity. Singularity. There you go. And then Nico I mean, Minoru. Oh, I love Nico. Yeah, she's uh, great. I don't know Singularity from like the Marvel Future Fight app. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this and She's then i read the comics that? yeah oh my god oh wow because uh, they had like an a-force event and i'm like yes uh, <laughs> yeah oh singularity she's like this little girl who like is kind of all powerful she like can trap people in her body mm-hmm. it's really weird and then she has a random little bow tie does she have a like bow tie in her hair in the... or something? oh yeah yeah i think nico gave that to her during the secret wars but anyway i missed that series i'm so sad that it mm-hmm. went away uh okay so back to uh <laughs> wiccan and hulkling when wiccan i mean sorry when hulkling is on his splitting his time do we get to see him actually splitting his time between kree and the scroll he didn't actually go the other, the super scroll went in his oh place. my god okay i got so confused let's rewind <laughs> the super scroll pretended to be hulkling and went in his place yes. to spend the time on the two different planets i thought he replaced hulkling on earth oh no that would have been awkward <laughs> that's why i was like what, what? <laughs> how was the relationship in? okay <laughs> it was real awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's cool then we don't have anything to worry about yes. um all right, so it doesn't seem like they've actually been around for too long. The, uh, it's been like they came out in two thousand five. Oh, okay. And then it feels like Marvel doesn't know what to do with Young Avengers. Like they'll be cool for a minute, and then they'll be gone, and then they'll show up, and well, they're gone. Right now, they kind of have a Young Avengers, which is the Champions. Mm. Ser- <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound happy about that. <laughs> Which doesn't have Hulkling or Wiccan on it. <laughs> but randomly has Cyclops in it. <laughs> oh, you don't know how that ha- all happened? So, no. so Beast did a time travel thing. Where oh, he, yeah, with the kids. With the kids. Yeah. So he brought back the original five X-Men because he was like, maybe if the, the current team see, or that they see the current team, they'll be like, oh, we don't want to fuck up that bad because yeah. this is what our life is going to be. But isn't that Cyclops with... That team now, or did he just? Leave? So he's on a he's he's on the X Men Blue team, which mm-hmm. is the original five. Yeah. Now and then he's also on the Champions team, but it's not as bad as Logan because right. I was like, who do you think he is? Because <laughs> Logan is on the Astonishing X Men, Weapon X, uh, X Men Gold, God. and uh, one other one. Well, he has his own book, but I yeah he's. As far as I know, on three teams, and he could even be on a fourth. <laughs> I don't know how he can spend right. his time doing all and of this. Laura is on just her own thing. She's on her she, own thing now. She used to be. Soon? I don't know because they're introducing uh, Logan's alternate reality son. Oh, uh, from Ultimates. I think so. Oh, the yes. blonde one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. James yeah. something. I don't think it's James Howlett. It's something else. I forgot what it is. But he's gonna be on the. I think I could be wrong, but I think. They definitely introduced him in issue one of X-Men Blue. So I think he's going to be on their team and not Laura. Kinney. God damn it. <laughs> I know. Laura is so much fun. I loved her on the X-Men team. I know, we need like five episodes just to explain Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I am currently reading her her origins and that is fucked up. It gets more fucked up. <laughs> I, I It's so sad. The, I Last episode, I kind of I kind of went into one of the issues. But so listen to that and you'll understand why. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think we're coming a little close to the end. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, anything that you would recommend for people to read. Like, 
Well, definitely the Avengers Children Crusade because mm-hmm. it goes into like the whole like finding Scarlet Witch and restoring her memories and then them finding about like like son and mother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then like a twist happens where they go back to Avengers Assembled. Oh, and they and they they save Ant Man who was killed. But in the process, someone else died. (laughs) And it was fucked up. (laughs) You'll have to read to find out who. (laughs) But but the whole story is awesome. Like, there's a lot of fun, like, Quicksilver and Speed talking shit to each other. Mm -hmm. And, like, the artwork is amazing. Uh, Dr. Doom is an asshole in it. Nice. He becomes, like, the fun part is, like, he, he cures his, like, scarred face. Oh, with like these magical powers, and then something happens where he gets like burnt again. Oh, <laughs> never, never has a break. Right? They're like, haha, dick. I mean, unfortunately for the rest of the world, he did get his face fixed again after Secret Wars because they felt bad for him. They're like putting reality back together, and then they're like, Doctor Doom, we're gonna give you your face back. <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't stop being a dick and be a hero. I don't know what he's doing right now. I think he's like. And Iron Man right now, he's like. I know he's doing the infamous, infamous Iron Man series, but I don't. It's like Iron Man with this cape. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Basically, okay. So why, why Hulkling and Wiccan? Why do you love them out of all the others? Well, when I was reading comics, um, I didn't. The ones that I was reading, like there was like no gay representation at all, Mm -hmm. and I had you know like you have your characters that you kind of like look up to and like feel connections to, but like. Not really, because they're girls. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but then when they came out, I was all like, "Oh, I relate a lot to like, especially Wiccan. Like, like I, I get it." And then like he gets like boyfriend, and like it's so cute. And like, oh my god, they're showing like gay love in comics, and uh-huh. it's so cute. And then like you start seeing like Wiccan is badass. <laughs> <laughs> so like I just like love seeing them and um doing all their crazy adventures uh-huh. and stuff and i i just want them to be in everything but it seems like they're being put into like video games and things now yeah so it's cool yeah to that's see good them. they were recently in the uh marvel lego thing, yeah right and there were boyfriends in that oh good yeah it was cute good well i'm glad oh uh, and there's actually like a couple of gay characters in there like uh, america was in it mm-hmm. and like someone from um power pack Oh. One of the girls that grew up, she's a lesbian now. Oh. She flies around with rainbow powers. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> well, inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know too much about the power pack, but maybe someone can come on and talk about right. them later. Their whole thing. They've been around for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but yeah, like just seeing them, like uh, I was obsessed with Marvel Future Fight for a while mm-hmm. and they were on there and they made Wiccan like way OP. Oh, good. <laughs> good. He should yeah. be. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Good. I. I. I am so glad that Marvel is, or you know, other comics as well. Like DC has Batwoman, and she's um, got her own series right now. Yeah, I really like that series, and mm-hmm. I. I'm so glad that they're finally putting LGBT characters and giving them their own stuff. Like Iceman is gonna have his own soon. America has her own. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, I'm I gotta. Very I gotta read uh, the Midnighter run. I'm currently reading Midnighter and Apollo. Oh, nice. It is dark. It is, uh, there's a lot of uh, blood and yeah, <laughs> craziness. They, they came from like uh, the authority before the New 52 happened. Oh. They were part of like that other, it wasn't DC, but it was like Image or something. And they were like basically like the really fucked up, like super violent Justice League. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I haven't read that really yet. I didn't adults. even know it existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'll have to catch that. Yeah, but then they got brought into like when New Fifty Two happened, they brought in like all these Image comic characters. Oh, okay. Okay, is it Image or is it Vertigo? Vertigo. Vertigo. Because Vertigo, I think, is the DC like. I think DC owns both of them. Both of them. Both of them now. Um, That's weird because it did for a while. Because I'm thinking Saga, because they're from Image. And I can't even imagine them in the same world. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they pick and choose which ones they're stealing. Right. Because <laughs> uh, I remember reading Teen Titans, and there was, like, characters from uh, Gen 13. No. Oh. They were from, like, way back then, and they, uh-huh. were, they were awesome. <laughs> but, like, they were not DC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to catch some of those. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I'm very, very happy that yeah. there's more LGBT. Yeah, and I love that, the, like, they're not just there just to be like oh these are gay characters but Mm -hmm. they're there they have influence and they're crazy powerful yes Mm -hmm. yeah so happy about that yeah the 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 more you see wiccan do stuff the more like things kind of just revolve around him Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there was one where like they showed like a future version and he was like like wiccan supervillain god pretty much Uh and he kind of turned into this like crazy cthulhu thing oh Uh, oh, okay. And there was like a future Hulkling and like they were like at war with each other and it was really sad. <laughs> well, I don't know where they're at right now, but hopefully they are somewhere. And if not, then hopefully they bring them back and put them back mm-hmm. in the in the light because I would be interested in catching up with them. But yeah. I will pick up That'll new Avengers. Amazing. It would be amazing to see them in like the movies and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Steven, where can people find you online? Uh, on Instagram and Facebook, search Stephen H. Garcia, mm-hmm. and you'll find all my artwork there. Yes, which is all very sexy. Sexy superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I'm part of a, a podcast called Game On Podcast, and we talk about video games and queer culture from a queer point of view. Yeah, um, that's G-A-Y-M-E. Like game or game. <laughs> game you, that You changed the name of the show, right. Game Podcast. Right. But it's yeah. Game On. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we had your co-host Mark on here yes. for episode one. Black uh, Canary. Yeah, Black Canary. Go listen to that, everyone. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Anytime. We'll have you back soon. Sweet. Bye. Bye. Yay, that was Stephen H. Garcia. Thank you, Stephen. So yeah, check out his podcast and his artwork and stuff. You'll be amazed by it all, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) I did have a good time with that interview. It was very fun. Um, Yeah, so I I think this is pretty much the end of the show. But before we go, I do have some recommendations for you guys. Um, One of them is not going to be for everyone. I can just tell you straight up right now it's not for everyone but it is a new podcast that I just discovered for myself Uh, it's called how to be a girl and this podcast is done by a woman whose child who's seven-year-old uh came out as transgender I guess um it's it I know it's a controversial subject um letting kids uh be trans but um the way this is all done and, and the way it's explained and everything, it just kind of make makes sense for that, for that family. And, um, I think, you know, whatever makes the child happiest, you know, uh, for the most part should be something that we, we strive for. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, I have a lot of conflicting thoughts on the whole thing, not necessarily that she shouldn't be doing it, but just like, I guess the approach, um, which, you know, I'm not a parent, so, you know, what right do I have other than to my own opinion? Um, but 
yeah, it's it's a very, very fascinating podcast. Uh, each episode is maybe like 10 minutes long, um, but it's it's super fascinating. Even if you don't agree with it, it's, it's still very fascinating. Um, and the other thing is hopefully uh, this isn't something that's not entirely un- or that is unti- – I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, the second recommendation is going to be a board game because, like I said, I had a game night this weekend with some friends. Um, we played one of my all-time favorite board games of all time ever all time uh it's called munchkin uh, if you don't know this game it's kind of like a like a make your own role-playing game um not really make your own but like uh it, it's it's a mostly a card game um and you have little tokens depending on what you what version of it you get you have little tokens that you move across the board and you have to like gain levels and stuff but you get to like equip them with things and like fight monsters and stuff and like you you can either team up with your with your opponents to fight these monsters or they can like make the monster stronger so you don't win. It's super super fun. I absolutely love this game. They have all these different expansions to it too. Like I have the the puppies expansion which is like a bunch of either puppy monsters or or like uh armor for puppies and stuff like that which your character isn't a puppy but it's still cute. I have the hipsters expansion. <laughs> which I'll just leave at that. Um, and then I have like a, a bunch of other expansions, but it's so much fun. I love playing it with my friends. Uh, but that's my recommendation because I did that this weekend and I loved it so much that I needed to tell you guys about it. So yeah, that's it. Um, let's get down to business. Um, the website is interview a comic book, ner- interview a comic book nerd. Yes. Interview a comic book nerd. Um, remember I post all the episodes there. You can uh, join in on the conversation in any episode that you want. Talk about anything that you want to talk about, whether you disagreed with me, you agreed with me, you have opinions. Maybe you, you, you don't feel strongly either way, but there is something else you wanted to throw in there. I am all for it. Talk to me. Um, and then what else? Oh, the Twitter is interview a nerd. Uh, I, I, don't do too much tweeting on that, but I do every now and then some comic book uh, news and stuff like that. I, I like to retweet the news, I guess. Um, what else do we have? Oh, go on iTunes, guys. Give my show a rating. Uh, if you like it, support it. You know, I'm not asking for money, but, you know, maybe one day you won't want to slip me a 20. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. But maybe do. Uh, so go on iTunes. Go, give me a rating. You don't even have to comment anything. You just click five you know five stars this guy's cool five um hopefully that's what you think when you click it uh but i think that's it that yeah that might be it thank you guys so much for listening to another episode uh we have so much more coming at you uh for the for the rest of the year um and then i i'm actually working on some personal stuff that i'm going to be bringing out it's not personal but it's i'm working on some stuff that i'm going to be bringing out um that's not just the podcast, but stuff that has nothing to do with the podcast that I think that a lot of you guys will enjoy as well. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and I'm not going to tell you what it is exactly, but just know that there's stuff coming your way. Doo-doo. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, everyone. Have a great rest of the week. Be kind to one another. Stay lovely, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.